0: Mm. That's some good Jack Daniels coffee.
1: Oh yeah, I'm glad I brought it.
2: I'm oh. getting a really
0: good sense of déjà vu here. Yeah, a little bit,
2: a
1: little
2: bit. Guys, sorry we're late. We had a couple of difficulties, uh, technical difficulties, and we were being late. Thanks, price. internet. Um, <laughs> thanks, bagman. <Patrick. Okay. laughs> we're not calling them out. Oh, I'm sorry. No, yeah, no, no, bad, bad. 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 No, no, yeah, we,
0: we love you, internet companies. Yes.
3: Yes. So if we oh. drop it again, we blame Matt. Yes. Because he okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so,
2: so, Eric.
3: Uh-oh. Oh God. Has been. You know what? I'll give it to him. It's been a while. Yeah, it What's has. Him? All right. Uh,
2: so you know, gas prices are soaring, right? Yes. Yeah. So, did you hear about the guy who swapped the labels on the pumps at the gas station?
3: No, but I want to shake his hand because that's amazing.
2: Yeah. It was an April fuels
3: joke. I want to. Uh, I totally want to slap him in the face. Because that's the thing to do
2: now. I laugh so I don't cry. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) April fuels
1: joke.
2: That
3: That hit me right in the feels.
2: Yeah. Well, you know what? Roll that intro. Activate X. Check. I'm ready. Third go. And we're back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm Joe.
3: I'm Eric.
0: And I'm James JD the third. And I've been up to no good, so I'm going with my auntie and uncle up in Bel Air.
2: <laughs> wow. And I'm Matt. Let's see where this episode's going. <laughs> hey,
3: I heard that he looked at the cabbie and just said, yo, I'll smell you later.
0: <laughs> <That's just rude. laughs> what
3: he rolled up to his kingdom and he was there you know so I, I see what you did there strike. like yeah <laughs> Now we screwed up the, we screwed it up horribly I, but, I did uh,
0: change that a little bit
3: <laughs> I did not I know yeah
0: how was your all's
3: week
2: no, no. yes
3: Joseph how was your week yeah
2: bad oh no yeah but that's okay you know Getting declined for a uh, new position at work it always puts you in a great mood. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. It's great. Can you tell I'm happy with my <laughs> teeth grits? <Yeah>. Right.
1: <laughs> Definitely don't have any kind of emotional damage.
2: No spoilers. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and then I couldn't sleep most of the week anyway. Not very well. Watched more than half of the new Dune movie.
3: Only half? Well, it is like seven
0: hours. So. Right, it
2: is. It is very long, but that's okay. Um, got a date night with my wife. Ooh, yeah. What is that? Uh, my in-laws were uh, ha- were nice enough to keep my daughter for the weekend, or for the over no, the night Monday night, and uh, we went out to eat and went to a couple stores and just hung out. Nice. And I got that mm. picture over there. That's a Marvel. I see that. I, I would deny. That is awesome. a I really good that. picture. Yeah.
0: I like the comic
2: booky look to it. Right.
3: Like everybody <laughs> looks then, normal. Yeah.
2: And then hopefully next week I will be getting a uh, Deadpool like uh, you know those sec- sectioned um, pictures. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Kind of like a collage. Yeah. And so these five are going away, and then the Marvel will go up above, and then the Deadpool. So kind of changing your
0: theme a little bit on one side,
2: right? Not,
0: you already got the big Star Wars over on this yes. side. With yeah, yeah, The Last Supper, Supper of Cloud City. Yes.
2: <laughs> and so, trying to trying to d- diversify myself a little. Yeah. No, no, I we're like all that. all about diversity. I
1: like it. I like it.
3: <laughs> In a galaxy far, far away, <laughs> <Okay>. diversity, people. <laughs> You know what I just realized is he was saying that he had like we're we're very happy and and you know that he got that he got a uh, a nice alone night with his wife to do whatever they need and I just realized that that's why he had us help him with a new bed.
0: Oh.
2: <laughs> <To the mentor. laughs> He didn't oh. tell you the story about how the last best I'm kidding. I'm not saying a word. Um, Eric, I was... <laughs> I don't know how I followed
3: that one. Um,
0: <laughs> Tough
2: crowd. Yeah, right? I to follow.
3: <laughs> uh, How's my week? Let's see. It was a week. I exist. I'm going to say that pretty much every week. But, um, you know, I'm kind of uh, in the approach of I hate people. Um. Well, I mean, I'm more or less like.
0: Welcome to the club. Yeah.
3: Dependent upon what the situation. Let's let's go ahead and just say this. Like the situation really screams loudly a lot of times. Um, I'm an equal opportunist, so when I clock in, I hate everyone. Um, but when I clock out, I'll be your best friend. Like we can reconvene at a you know. I will like you more <laughs> when I clock out. He's
2: my <laughs> because because <laughs> you're not you, it's. So you hate JD all day long at work.
3: I don't because we don't work directly with each other. It's only with someone I directly work then with.
2: you're not equal opportunity.
3: I will begin.
0: I, I whenever I have my lunch breaks, I usually come up to him, kind of like, a la office space. <laughs> And just go, hey Eric. <laughs> <laughs>
3: What's up?
1: <laughs>
3: yeah, but he never he would never even dream of going like so I'm gonna need you to work Sunday and uh see I get to do that to my people. Let's uh how about Saturday as well and uh, I'm gonna need you to move back down to the basement <laughs> with the idea. rats and everything. So yeah, I don't see JD ever doing that. Where's like a basement at work. Yeah, not that you know of.
2: Well, like, my work has a basement, right? Yes. Uh, Where they have I am really hoping that whenever we move desks, they move my team down there. All right. I hope it is around October-ish area so I can dress up as that boss. <laughs> Lumberg. Yeah. Yes. Uh, carrying around my cup of coffee. And then, yeah...
3: You know I'm what, I will, to
2: move down to the basement. I will tell you
3: what, if you really put forth the effort and do that, because you know how much I love Halloween, right. I will dress as the guy that you, you know, you have my stapler. Milton? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll dress like him, but you have to have, you have to go out and buy my red stapler for me.
2: We've got someone that, that <laughs> is very similar to that guy, so I don't I mean, know. It, So
3: he would put Strict 9 in the coffee?
2: He would. Okay.
1: Yeah.
3: I'll just blow up the island. He took my stapler.
2: Goodbye to Place down. <laughs> Yeah, right. They'll never assume that it was me. I mean, there was a fire there recently. So. Right. <laughs>
3: it had nothing to do with electrical. It had to do with Milton. So, yeah. So JD will walk up to my, like he said, he'll approach like a Lumberg. Yeah. But he's extremely <laughs> skittish around me. Like, he definitely tests the waters with me before. He'd be like, hey, bud, what's up? And then kind of backs off. <laughs> And he's very, very skittish around me because he wants to gauge how I'm doing first before he continuously goes on with me. And I've told him that I've thought about throwing my, ch- my chair through the window. Um, There's enough in that area. Oh, yeah, totally. I, I'm, in a, I'm in clace, uh, or encased in a glass of emotions because the entire room is nothing but glass. Like three walls are nothing but glass. And two
0: cameras. <laughs> would, would
3: and cameras. Emotional damage? I possibly could. Yeah. But I've, I still restrain myself from doing anything bad because I don't want you to be looked at badly because, you know, guilty by association. I mean, but, you know, other than that, like I said, when I clock in and if I direct like directly work for you or work with you, I'm going to hate you. And you know the people I'm talking about. <laughs> so that all being said, my week sucked. Um, but on were, my off time, go ahead.
0: I know you were really bored that day with, uh, I think Thursday, whenever I came up. You were trying to see if you can get a rubber band to show up on the cameras.
3: I was trying to was. get a rubber band on the camera, yeah. actually, on the dome piece, <laughs> like the, the plastic <laughs> dome piece that covers the camera up, yes. I was trying to actually flip a rubber band up there.
2: So do you know if you get a high powered green laser, you can actually blind the cameras? Do you have
3: one on you? Because I'll buy it. <laughs> I've been told a lot at work that I can't do certain things, or I mean, let's be honest, anything. Would that what, be like uh, flicking a rubber band at a. Well, I mean, there's policies, the man. I get, I get, I get. E- it is very, it is very much like Office Space. I get, I get talked to and micromanaged by like six different people, <laughs> yes, just because of TPS reports. <laughs> wow. And I hate that, so but it's, it's like I'll get emailed, I'll get Microsoft teamed, <laughs> then they'll approach me in person. And they love to invade your personal space. I had to look at my supervisor and say, have you been playing space invaders here often? And she was like, no, what do you mean? I was like, because you're invading my space, homie, back up. <laughs> Still didn't understand. And then she argued the point with me that she wasn't invading my space. My bubble had been popped. Like, there was no bubble. There was no invade. There was no personal bubble. It had been long popped. Like, it was well over with. But I digress. Anyways.
2: She was sitting on your live Yes. No? Right. (laughs)
3: Professionalism is harder and harder every day. Because I'm sitting here, I do not want to go to jail. Anyways. (laughs) If you listen to us and you're younger, stay in school. If you're older and have to adult, don't do that. Because you don't want to go to jail. Stay a
2: kid
3: as long as you can. Exactly. That all being said, on downtime, when I got to leave hell... um, (laughs) and go home and kind of pat the the flames off or whatever like that. I got to check out a movie that I'd actually ordered off eBay. Ooh. Yes. It was a movie that um it wasn't it, I'd actually you get to on eBay, you get to either pay the buy it now price, offer a price, you know, if it's or best offer or whatever, or just, you know, win by auction. Well, I offered a price and I actually got the price that I wanted to offer for. They accepted it and they sent it to me. I finally got it in the mail. To make a long story short, the movie was called Body Snatchers. Uh-huh. Now, it is a nice. sequel, I guess, or a reimagining it, of body of, the, uh, of Invasion of the Body Snatchers, the old black and white movie, yeah, right. and then yeah, they yeah. kept redoing it and stuff. But here's the fun, far, fun part about this. Mm, fun, part. fun fart. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was gassy. Um, <laughs> the movie, actually, like I enjoyed it. I thought it was one of the best like reimaginings or whatever of body snatchers. Christina Leece was in this movie when we actually met her at Scarefest. She actually talked to us about what she had to do in the movie where they had ice cubes in her mouth. So when she screamed, when she was, you know, became one of the, the uh, snatchers or one of the aliens or whatever, just so the cold air outside when they were filming would not show, she ate the ice cubes to kind of keep that emo- or keeping that from happening. So I actually watched the movie because she was in it because she had talked to us at scarefest about it and I was like I had heard about it, but I hadn't seen it Or if I had it had been years prior because the movie was back in the in the early 90s Not gonna say that it stood the test of time, but it was a great movie and it you know Christina Elise is also doing the new child's play TV show. Yeah, so that was cool, but I wanted to kind of go back You know dust off an oldie but goodie and check that out. So that was kind of cool I didn't. I want to re- applaud
2: you. What's I that? I do want to applaud you. You did actually keep the story short when you said "long story short." <laughs> no. oh.
3: So JD. I, you had to say that, huh? I, now that I have, now that I suffer from emotional damage.
0: <laughs> so. <laughs> <nice>. <laughs> so yeah, my 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 week's been. A, it's been a week. Uh... As you've said, it's it's hell at work, but uh, I had to deal with a couple of things this week. I have one short story that really was like the epitome of what i had to deal with. Um, so we have to do emails, and you know we have an email system. We had to talk with everybody, in our area now, since I'm now working in front of a cu- in a cubicle in front of a computer. Uh, Yay! Hey. But um, the one order that I was working on, uh, we had to do a certain setup for it at our, st- at our site, we, the way we have to ship it. So I did that, and it wasn't working, and it was like locking up and everything. So I sent an email saying, hey, can you all look at this for me? So for the rest of the day, I was watching this chain email go out
1: oh,
0: no. uh, about it, because everybody was trying to work it. And then about three-fourths of the way through the day, about four or five hours, I guess, uh, somebody put up on the thing, wow, this idiot fucked up.
2: <laughs> oh, oh,
0: oh, 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 no. Down to the point where even my like my, my boss or my supervisor turned up and looked at it. It's like, I would say something and tell him to basically go fuck off. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and this is why we don't ever bring up by name our company.
1: <laughs>
2: right. <my> yep. Yep. <laughs> How was your week, Matt? <laughs> well, uh,
1: it's been kind of slow, actually. Not really doing yeah, much. Been one week to <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. I'm bare naked, and I'm not a lady. But, um... <laughs> no, it was... Uh, basically, I've just been doing, like, training stuff.
2: <laughs> we have no clue how to respond to that. <laughs> exactly. We all just kind of looked at that, each other. That's how
1: I work. That's how I work. If, if yeah. I am
0: speechless. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> no i've just been mostly doing training stuff uh preparing for this new job that i'm about to start but other than that not really anything watching wrestling you know kind of reminiscing and uh you know watch some stuff with my daughter that's pretty much it not mm-hmm. much of anything else
3: that's kind of funny like the when i was talking to y'all earlier and everything about kind of what our week was like i had told you that i had started playing um uh, like i get i had gotten talked to are talked into playing Red Dead Redemption 2. Right, right. Really good game. And I was actually uh, really impressed with the fact that, you know, you and JD both were like, oh, yeah, it's a really good game and yeah, stuff. And is. I'm like, it definitely, it's one of those games that you'll get lost in. And you look at the clock and you're like, oh, I got like two hours before I have to be to bed. And you look at the clock again and you're like, I never got to sleep. I have to go right into work. What is
1: it's like, this? you're sitting there thinking, it's like, oh, I only have two hours. And 10 minutes passes, it's like, oh, I'm already late. <laughs> what
0: is this right.
3: sleep? You speak of right.
1: <laughs> who wants to buy me Red Dead? Which one, the first one or the second one? Because they're both fucking good. Yes.
3: <laughs> or Undead Nightmare,
1: <laughs> exactly. which is the one that I enjoyed. Both
2: the nice. zombie. I've movie. only
1: played the first all one. Like I'm, I, I've never played the. I haven't played the second one yet, but I, I have played the mm-hmm. first one. Speaking of Red Dead, I, I think I
0: told you all. I actually knew the person who voiced John Marston. Yeah,
1: you did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I told yep. us
0: about that. Yeah, he used to live at. We had like a little uh, vacation home in one of the areas near us. And he literally lived like three or four houses down from me, and helped us get a boat that got away from our dogs.
1: <laughs> you ought to give him a give him a ring ding ding, see if he can come on the podcast. I, to
0: be surprised, he, he might actually remember us.
1: So. <laughs> I mean, dude, seriously, like, yeah, can,
0: I'll, I'll have to see if I can. <laughs> but he, he lives in a town that was like over from that area now. So, I'll have to see if we can get a hold of his family or something again. Yeah. That'd be really That's cool. Yeah.
3: Video games bringing people together yeah. every day at a time. Exactly.
2: Yeah.
0: And he sounds exactly like he did in Red Dead. Yeah. <laughs> That's his regular voice. <laughs> <laughs> but,
2: yeah, so Cool. Yeah. Well, everyone... This was a fun episode. We'll talk to you later. I'm joking. Oh, <laughs> April Fools! <laughs> <laughs> that a, that we did I'm, not have that plan. That was in sync. Yes. Is, I'm
0: scared. <laughs>
2: yeah, I
3: kind of want to go to the gas station now. That's Because you know, of April Fools. <laughs> <laughs> See, exactly. It was horrible. <laughs> and you all didn't even get... He didn't peg you all Joke for it. be like, that. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got, I got singled out. I was like, hey, Eric. And I'm like, oh, no.
1: Hey, be glad. It's been me, like, what, the past three episodes?
2: <laughs> no, I think it was everyone at one point. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Because we had, had the cherries. <laughs> what? What's the loudest sound in the Sahara? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> a callback. Oh, <Okay>. right. <laughs> Yep. So everyone, this episode was brought to you by Audible. With more than 400,000 audiobooks, there's always something to listen to.
0: Well, hello there. While at work, I like to listen to a good audiobook to help pass the time away. This week, I listened to Kenobi. It's uh, not to be confused with the upcoming series, but it is a Star Wars legend book that was written by John Jackson Miller and narrated by Jonathan Davis. Audible has a great selection of podcasts, theatrical performances, A-list comedy, audiobooks, and Audible Originals you won't find anywhere else.
3: So start your 30 day trial and get your first audiobook for free by going to audibletrials.com slash Gen X. Thank
2: Thanks God. Audible.
3: Oh. Ooh, so yeah.
1: What do we have on the streaming corner? Do, 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 do.
3: <laughs> Tea and crumpets for you over there maybe? I yeah, don't know. So I do like
1: a strudel and maybe
3: a- I knew you'd like strudel. Yeah, you, you gotta I don't think he likes pie, but he loves strudel.
0: Yeah, he uh, has to choose something or die. Well, I mean, strudel, yeah, strudel. Yeah. Sorry. good. <laughs>
3: I really wish I knew another kind of thing to do, as far as like another food that I could throw at him that had something to do with his native. No,
0: a um. baguette. <laughs>
2: Back in so the go. Before, before, well, maybe this should be saved for discussion time. Oh. But Ooh. I was thinking of something. And maybe our audience members can kind of chime in. I was thinking of renaming the, uh, the show. Oh. 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 oh.
3: oh. Ooh. Definitely a discussion.
2: This is definitely a discussion. Okay. <laughs> well, we will wait till discussion time. All right, then. Uh-huh. Okay.
0: okay. Oh.
3: And-, <laughs> and the plot thickens. <laughs> sure just because you went to a different part of the pond okay anyways yeah so on streaming corner a new netflix horror movie choose or die releasing soon and tries to beat oh i'm sorry and tries to beat it to win the top prize oh my bad i'm sorry i'm sorry i missed the line excuse me and choose or die well i mean it scared me you know, was that terrifying?
0: You
1: chose
3: it was poorly. yeah choose or die. I'm like
2: <laughs>
3: If I literally leave this episode, you'll know what happened to me everybody listening help, help. <laughs> Lord if you listening help. in Choose or die a young was it code code Coder coder, stumbles upon a text-based retro game. Nothing wrong with that. And tries to beat it to win a top prize. There we go. But she soon discovers that it is no ordinary game. Not like Jumanji. It's a cursed game. Totally like Jumanji. And fittingly, it's called Curse... Cursor. Yeah, no. It almost looks like... The... Yeah. Yeah.
2: Curse greater than her. There you go, yeah, that's exactly
3: how it reads That's what it looks like I'm like, alright, that's easy enough The game eerily reflects real life And soon the choices She is fo- forced to make Start to turn deadly No, oh, I mean, of course When hasn't that happened And as the old adage says If you die in the game You definitely die in real life
1: Is that like that movie with Gerard Butler Called Shut Up? Water? That sounds really familiar Yes, that was the tagline
3: The movie premieres on Netflix on April 15th
2: So they're blatantly ripping off
3: I mean, if you really want to be technical, Hollywood just does that. Yeah. Like they just keep going back <laughs> to, to the fair. they keep going back to the well, and I'm not talking about the one with a girl with a dude up top, you know, putting the lotion on the skin or you get the hose again. That's not the well I'm talking about. But they have definitely went back to the well way too many times.
2: So, you have to have
3: certain things that are just Regurgitated, I guess, in Hollywood.
2: So, yeah. the uh, a new idea. So that, that wasn't the source. No. <laughs> hey. The source
0: page <laughs> for this that I got. It, it here's how they put it. It's part Jumanji, part an anime called Hunter X Hunter oh, in the no. Greed Island arc, apparently, uh. and part Netflix's very own Black Mirror Bandersnatch.
3: Snatch. Right, because Black Mirror, you could actually, in watching it, you could make choices.
0: And really? a lot of streaming and going green screens.
3: Of course, that's Hollywood. That's Holly Weird, not Hollywood, but Holly Weird. So we'll see how that works. Um, Yeah, I mean, I like text-based retro games. I just don't see it going into a full movie. Um, More of a series, possibly, but who knows? I could be wrong. Yeah, but. On the flip side of that, that was Netflix. HBO Max planning on an It prequel series.
1: Oh. oh, Yeah. Yes.
3: Because, you know, everybody's going to float. We all float. (laughs) The series will be titled Welcome to Derry, named after the town where the events of It and many other Stephen King novels take place. And a lot of people don't realize that Derry is, like, a very Stephen King.
0: Yeah. If I'm correct, uh... Pennywise does show up in the Dark Tower novels. Ah. Does he? Yeah, he does show up in the Dark t- A lot of characters, basically, in the Dark Towers is the Stephen King averse. Wow. I yeah. Didn't know
3: that. If you've ever played Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Okay, so you know when you start out in the novice, like the beginner and then the advanced and stuff like that, and you have the entire column of fighters and everything? Right. That's kind of like the tower. <laughs> That's the Dark Tower, so every single Stephen King character, it would be like a Mortal Kombat game. You gotta fight each one of them, so good luck.
1: Test your might. Yeah,
3: right? The series will begin in the 1960s in the time leading up to the events of It Part 1. The 2017 film based on Stephen King's horror novel, that the story is also said to include the origin story of Pennywise the Clown.
1: They touched on... Pennywise, like his origins, kind of. He was. is basically
3: a
0: Lovecraft monster.
1: Yeah, but yeah. he started out as just a man, right? No. I thought he did.
0: No, no. No, that was no. just a, a subplot. He is an untold spe- unspeakable heart. Basically a Lovecraft monster. Yep. <laughs> he has no, really? He doesn't have a form, per se. He just,
3: because of how he feasts, the clown is what he chose. Hmm. But he's been around for, I mean, forever. It's just funny to me that when kids, when they... So, the way the second It Chapter 2 movie hit me, personally, because I'm a, I've am always been a fan of Tim Curry's Pennywise, the original It movie that came out, even though the book has trumped it many, many times. Here's the thing about it. Hope I'm not... Uh, okay, so spoiler alert, if nobody's ever seen the It franchise or It Chapter 2. Basically, what I'm looking at in this is the fact that kids... You know what? You We've all been through it. What, what, what do kids go through in their teenage angst? Becoming adults. Puberty. Yeah! That's what all the kids in Derry go, go through, and that's what turns Pennywise into a child. Like a little <laughs> baby clown in the corner, because, you know, all the kids hit puberty finally and actually get their balls yeah. about them, and they actually, you know, fight them off that way. So, if that's what HBO Max is going for, I guess, good luck just let's not try to dumb down Pennywise the character. Yeah. Because Chapter 1 and Chapter 2 did enough. So, since it's not even started filming, there is no known release date on this series.
0: Yep. This is right now, not really a rumor, they're talking about it. Right. Uh. I mean, it was, I will say, whenever they released the Part 1 and Part 2, it got a huge resurgence. It was like the return of an era for Stephen King, technically. And I think he has, like, multiple series now out now based off his books. Right. Uh, the, the Stand, I think, had a book, is a series.
3: Yep. Uh, Gosh. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of books that they've made things into, like the Tommy um, The Stand. There was a movie called Night Flyer, which was one of my favorite movies that Stephen mm-hmm. King did, which was based on a creature that would basically just go into airports at the very end of the, like, at the very uh, the red-eye flights. Right. The last flights, and that's how he would victimize people.
1: Well, I mean, let's hope that uh, they do a good job on it, because, I mean, I don't know, in my personal opinion, I kind of enjoyed it, part one and chapter two, you know, the, the two chapters, the remakes. I kind of enjoyed them. I thought they were really cool and scary. But that's just And apparently Joe's a pretty princess. No, you're not. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, he
0: is.
3: (laughs) Well, the thing with it is, is like, with Stephen King, like, that's another person that they're going to sit there and try to make more content. Right. They're just, like we talked about earlier, like, they're going to continuously keep making content. They're going to rehash and reimagine different things. Hopefully some of it works. Maybe it gets better most of the time as far as the people that are sitting around me right now. We're not, we don't critique a lot of stuff, but
1: we hold it to a certain standard.
3: We do. And it does fall short a lot of times. Hopefully, JD, you have one that you'd like to talk about. I really hope that it does not lose any. It just gains ground, doesn't lose any.
0: Yes, I would like to find my dragons. Oh, there they are. Game of Thrones, House (laughs) of the Dragon, premiere date got announced. Yeah. Uh, We talked about this a while back, too. We did, yes. Yes. Uh, Yes. So HBO (laughs) has revealed that Game of Thrones, uh, the Game of Thrones prequel series, House of the Dragon, will premiere on August 21st of this year. Or of, yeah, this year. Yeah,
1: this year, yeah. Yeah.
0: Based on George R.R. Martin's side book, Fire and Blood, House of the Dragon, is a going to be a 10-episode HBO series that is set 200 years before the events of Game of Thrones and will follow the story of House Targaryen, which, you remember, House Targaryen is Daenerys Targaryen. Right. The, uh, fallen House. Right. Spoilers. But... <laughs> not really. Not really. <laughs> uh, so I, I'd be interested to see how this turns out. I, the little teaser trailer that they had before, I've been kind of keeping myself away from watching some of the recent trailers.
1: Yeah, the only trailer that I've seen is the one that they initially came out with. I haven't seen any others. I haven't looked at any others since then. Because I'm already hyped. I just want to keep that. I don't want to be... I don't want to add on to anything. Because that's the one thing I've learned about trailers nowadays. Is that they reveal too much. Yep. Yeah. And it basically takes away from the, the you know I, the imagination.
0: I add to this as well. This is one, my one like issue lately. With anything George RR Martin. Oh, I've been playing actually a game that he helped make called Elden Ring. Right. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that was very cool. It's a really good land, like worldscape that he built for them. Right. To bastardize later whenever they started making it dark. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm really upset about an Easter egg that I learned about that game. Apparently, all most of the bosses in that game, from what I, if I remember this correctly, have one of his initials in it. Like, at the, as their first let, letter of their name. Really? Yeah. Huh. So, he has his name hidden on every fucking boss.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's kind of wow. genius if you think about it. Yeah. You know?
0: But, no, um, I do have one thing to say about to George R. R. Martin. Finish writing your books.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> Everybody's
0: been saying that. I mean, yeah. I'm glad that you're doing, like, you're expanding the filmography, diverse. the series setup of everything, and you're making all these side books. A lot of your side books are good. I do like your side books. Please finish your book series, because I'd like to actually see how you want it to end.
1: <laughs> exactly. Because the way they ended the show, just, oh my god. Nah. Nah. <laughs> I just, I, I pretty, I'm pretty sure everybody was up in arms about how the show ended. Yeah, yeah. As far as Game of Thrones. Yeah, I don't. No, haven't seen it. Uh, yeah, I haven't finished it yet, so. No
3: spoilers.
1: Yeah. Damn it, Eric. We told you to finish that series, like, what? Six months ago? It's been a while. Hasn't it? Time flies. It, it really does, yes. It really does,
0: yeah. But, <laughs> uh, well, let's see where that goes. I mean, eh, I, I, we could get a subscription and maybe get him to...
3: I was going to say, yeah, I mean... I, I could have been enjoying that, that series, but maybe like some games or something that came out really got my attention, so well, I have it's to... it's
1: funny you should say that. Yeah. Because Sony unveils its new subscription to compete with Xbox Game Pass.
3: About time.
1: Yeah, I feel flatulent. <laughs> <laughs> and that is because Sony just announced new versions. <laughs> so... <laughs>
0: Behind the scenes, everybody, we've started doing our notes through the computers, and people can edit.
1: <laughs> so basically, we're all on the same file, and basically, we're editing the file, and it's, you know, in, in real time, so if he, if Joe types something on the file, I can see it.
3: And he will read it.
1: <laughs> and I, I am I am what's what's his name from uh, Anchorman? Yeah, you're Ron Burgundy. I'm Ron Burgundy. Yeah, I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> so yeah, he Go. <laughs> what's
3: up, Jose? So, anyways,
1: so Sony Sony announced new versions of his PlayStation Plus subscriptions today, and it's long rumored, uh, or it's long rumored answer to Xbox Game Pass. So PlayStation Plus is now a combination of Sony's two current subscription services, which is PlayStation Plus and PlayStation Now. These new tiers will start to become available in June in Asia, followed by North America, Europe, and the rest of the world. As part of the launch, PlayStation Now will no longer be available as a standalone service. These are the said tiers, which are PlayStation Plus Essential, which includes multiplayer access, two monthly downloadable games, discounts, and cloud storage for games. It's their
0: basic subscription.
1: Yeah, it's their basic subscription service. And that is priced at $9.99 a month or $60 a year. So $59.99 a year. Then you have PlayStation Plus Extra, which includes everything in the Plus Essential and access to a catalog up to 400 PS4 or PS5 games. That one right
0: there, I think, is technically the full-on PlayStation Now with PlayStation Plus.
1: Right. And that is priced at fourteen ninety nine per month or ninety nine ninety nine a year. That's not bad. That's really not bad. <laughs> then you have the ultimate, which is I'm not even sure. Playstation
0: why. plus premium extra well, yeah. edition.
1: Yeah, Playstation Premium and plus Knuckles. X <laughs> <laughs>
2: your soul.
1: <laughs> it includes all benefits from Essential and Extra with an extra 340 games. That includes PS3 titles that can be streamed and some original PlayStation, PS2, and PSB games. Now that's awesome. And you get Illus Alba. Yep. Stupid sexy So time the <laughs> game trials are also available. And this is priced at $17.99 a month That's or $1, $119.99 a year. That is really not bad, honestly. <laughs> That's about on par with an Amazon Prime account. Pretty much. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But uh, at launch, Sony plans to include games like Death Stranding, God of War, Marvel Spider-Man, Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales, Mortal Kombat 11, and Returnal. Sony isn't making its upcoming exclusive PlayStation games available on launch day through its subscription service.
0: So from what I got out of that, I mean, I kind of understand that. One of their big things that they kind of go for, uh, as much as, like, I know the Xbox Game Pass, they usually drop stuff on launch. Right. Uh, With Sony, they kind of like to get a little bit of a budget right off the bat with it, I guess. Right. For selling it and everything. And then if you want to wait... Probably like it why would you think a month or two down the line they'll put it on this platform? Yeah, yeah I can see them doing that it's kind
1: of like how they do it with uh, like movies that get released in theaters and then they release it digitally they wait so I mean that's kind of smart on their part because you know they get that that big money up front from the release date and then they can make residual money off of whoever has a subscription that's going to get it just for that game mm-hmm. <clears throat> but um, with the combination of PS Plus and PS Now and Sony's already a huge library being a part of the plan choices. I'm actually excited to see what they do with the future updates of mm-hmm. these plans.
2: Question mark. And now, That's we that. enter the zuck. Oh. <laughs> uh, oh. <laughs> uh, 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 uh,
1: Joe. And apples.
2: <sighs> and
3: Joe's going to try to not feel flatulent.
2: Yes. <laughs> Which I am. Yeah. Ah. I am feeling financial.
0: No, team,
2: buddy, team, Stop. Stop Sorry, guys. Oh man. Again, guys, we are all stuck in this small 10 by 10 room. Is it 10 by 10? Feels a little bit smaller than that. That's
3: hey, just buddy. because you're sitting next to Joe. Yeah. So you're the you're the first victim. Hey.
1: I'm just gonna. Oh, he's touching me. Hey, buddy. <laughs> yeah, do we have an uh. HR?
2: <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> He can, he can
3: do whatever he wants because you're drinking out of his very large coffee cup.
2: Yes. But it has my initial on it. It also has my initial
1: on it. It has my coffee.
3: But no, you got it out of his work. coffee maker.
1: But did you use my? Or did you have your own? Because I brought the Jack Daniels. <laughs> don't, don't take my coffee, please. <laughs> just give it to
3: See what happens when we enter the Zuck?
2: Right. <laughs> Damn you, Metaverse! <laughs> so, Apple and Facebook... You no, know, I mean... Oh, why God. do I even have to you know, talk about this? Why is this a thing? Why is this a thing? <laughs>
0: I thought you'd like this one and hate it at the same
2: yes. time. <laughs> like, I, I, it's hilarious, but it's sad. Because they're both tech giants, right? Exactly. They should have, like, the best and the best when it comes to security. Right. So, Apple and Facebook both got scammed into giving user data to hackers. (laughs) No, let's let's repeat
1: that line one more time. You have to really let that sink in. The two tech giants.
2: Apple and Facebook's hashtag meta. Yeah, got scammed. Scammed into giving user data, yours and my data, to hackers. Wow. Oops. Hyphen (laughs) Joe. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody's hacking the notes. We we are. uh, We are being very literal. Uh, we're live Joe we're live <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I mean it's fine they get it <laughs> they know us uh, so uh, Apple Inc. and Meta fell for an god damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Rita,
1: Joe it's gotta
2: be said it has to be said buddy um, Apple Inc. and Meta <laughs> <laughs> Fell for an email scam oh. and turned over some, some. quote unquote, some <laughs> user data to phony law God damn it! <laughs> Are you kidding me?
0: No. This is why sometimes I like whenever I do a, put an article that he hasn't read. No. Are you?
2: What in the hell? They gave... They gave user data to phony law enforcement officials? the fuck? Yeah, they did. But they had an email
1: that was at Hotmail. Uh, that's legit, right?
0: They were some prints, they said, too. Yeah, from Nigeria.
2: <laughs> I, I, I'm leaving. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I'm here. Uh, <laughs>
3: so you scammed us? Yeah. Okay. Why? Because hashtag cybercriminals.
1: Because hashtag metal life.
2: Oh God! Shut the hell. up. <laughs> I'm not Brie Larson. <laughs> Have you ever heard? So okay, I, I'm. I'm. Going off uh, oh. Off of script? Yeah. <laughs> so, have you all ever heard of businesses getting too big? Like, do tell. Yeah. <laughs> like, when you're a tech company that has to hire regular people that don't even understand how to use your products to the most basic of level... <laughs> Did you try turning it off and back on again? Right. <laughs> I did. <laughs> did you check your spam folder? And so now you've got these uneducated twats. Oh <laughs> <God>.
3: <laughs> Don't hold back. Tell us how you really feel.
2: Working at a tech company.
0: You might need to hire a counselor. Some.
3: <laughs> oh, you're talking about for the tech company. I thought you were talking about Joe.
1: Like, yes. Okay. <laughs> The fuck! It's <laughs> not even just a tech company; it's a tech giant. Like, isn't yeah. Aren't they a Fortune 500 company? In the not game? anymore. Yeah, no, because oh, they right. got scammed by yeah. an email.
2: You fucking dumbasses. Okay, rant.
3: Okay, over. so, but just think about this. Like your questions that you're asking. Do you remember? I don't know the .dot com craze. Yeah. Okay, so you had tech giants, and yes, I am totally over. Quotation fingering this. Nice. But, I mean, it was bound to happen. It's just like with things we talk about, all kinds of technology. People are going to get smarter with new technology and everything like that. That's all I'm looking at. I'm not saying tech giants can't be stupid. Everybody can have that.
2: So I agree that there are ways that they can be hacked. It should not be by a phishing email. No, <laughs> it's, oh, like it's the uh, most basic way. Like, what, uh, now, so now nice. when you
3: say phishing email, what do you mean?
2: Phishing email is an email that is a uh, email posing as another. Um, Make get it the design. definition.
3: I was gonna say when he said phishing and stuff, I figured it was like a, like a trout pitcher or something. because no, no, that ph- would totally get me ha- hacked. Is
0: ph. Yeah. Ah. Fishing. Yeah. Um. It? So a phishing email is a type of social engineering. Where the attacker sends a fraudulent message designed to trick a person into revealing sensitive information.
2: Do you remember at Geek Squad, because you and I both worked there? Right. Right. Um, when they would send out a uh, a email saying, "Hey, click here for perks at work or whatever." Right.
3: right they were intentionally trying to trick and us. You would click it. Yeah.
2: And you would get Rickrolled. Right. <laughs> That's a lighthearted that that's essentially a a phishing email however in this situation a good example
0: of this in this picture here is a picture that shows a Netflix email it says update current billing information click this link here to go and change your email
2: yeah Mm -hmm. so you fill out the form after clicking the link and instead of changing your information they take your information so the bad part about this is you can get actual logins for users, like inside the company, not just like, mm-hmm. um, like, say Facebook, right? right. Mine or JD's or even your uh, email and passwords, right? Yeah, they, I mean, there's uh, phishing attempts like that. But the main thing is like what happened here. They're trying to get actual employees IDs, uh, like username and passwords so that they can get into a wider variety of user information. Yeah. Ah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So cyber criminals who used hacked domains belonging to multiple law enforcement agencies made bogus emergency requests for certain users information. Bloomberg News reported on Wednesday. Okay. Uh the companies handed over basic data like phone numbers, home addresses, and IP addresses. Oh my God. This, this is not getting better, according to Bloomberg, which cited sources. Uh, the data could then be used by hackers to unleash harassment campaigns or to launch financial fraud s- schemes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Bogus. Yeah. <clears throat> Miners
2: in the U.S. and U.K. are believed to be behind at least some of the requests, uh, which were made up to look like they were legitimate sources at the times, even using signatures of real law enforcement officials, sources told Bloomberg.
0: Lots oh, of uh, Bloomberg today.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Uh, researchers think others involved included members of the hacker group, recursion team and a member behind the group lapsus hey lapsus dollar sign remember no. these guys which allegedly hacked microsoft corp and others which we talked about last week yes we did <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i'm just it just pisses me
1: off email so basically they had to actually do something in order for this to happen am yes. i wrong so they get the email they pull it up, and instead of like actually calling a law enforcement agency and making sure that this is legit, they just oh okay, I'm gonna do this gonna, here. Just click here. Okay, I'm gonna type in or give here you go. Here's tons of information for
2: you know a big ass company that potentially runs yeah, all the of social media. That bird is they don't even have to type it out. They just do a uh, query in the, in their database, do an Excel sheet, and Both. send it off.
1: Yeah. It's like, oh hey, I just hacked you with a Excel spreadsheet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's just dumb. I'm <laughs> so,
2: sorry. Move on. Move on. Who on died? that note, I'm no, about to died? put a link
0: up on here, uh, everybody. All you got to do is click this link right now and put in your email and blah 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 blah. <laughs> oh man!
3: See, that's what happens.
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. Oh. Mean... Somebody just got Will Smith.
1: And, yeah, we have to talk about this. So,
2: this is entertainment news in southern Indiana. Oh, Oh,
1: (laughs) Oh, man. So, Will Smith smacked the shit out of Chris Rock. We all know it. If you didn't watch the Oscars, you still know it. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So, basically. You watched the Oscars? Yeah, I didn't even know they were it's still a thing. I, thought I didn't even know it was going numbers. on last week. <laughs> I thought it was the Grammys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so a, a quick TLDR: Basically, Will Smith, who went on to win uh, his first Oscar for Best Actor later in the night, responded to a joke regarding his wife by getting on stage and hitting or maybe slapping Chris Rock. It looked like a slap. It was a slap. It was supposed to be a slap. It didn't sound like a slap, but we'll get to that in a little bit. <laughs>
3: It was a bishmack. During, during <laughs> I just the award got pre-
1: the <laughs> shit slipped <laughs> of me by Will Smith! <laughs> so during the award presentation for Best Documentary Feature, Rock said that he was excited for Jada Pickett-Smith, which is Will Smith's wife, to star in a certain movie, mm-hmm. which is referring to her shaved head.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: So in 2018, Pickett, uh, Jada Pickett-Smith revealed that she was diagnosed with alopecia a condition that causes hair loss. I think that's how you say it. Yep. Yeah, it, it is. Yeah. 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 Cuz uh my wife, she actually has a friend that she used to work with. it was a young kid, she was diagnosed with it and completely bald. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh um, yeah, so I already knew what it was and I was like, "Oh. Oh no. Oh no." <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh no, 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 no. no, no. Yeah. But uh it, it's a condition that causes hair loss. Well, the Rock, The Rock. Wow, the rock. yeah. Chris Rock. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that Josh would definitely, yeah, that. that wouldn't that happen. Would have <laughs> it would have been totally different. You dare smack The Rock? <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> there's a rock bottom. Good God, he's broken in half. <laughs> but no, like, you gotta give props to Chris I, I
3: can just see The Rock on stage being like... <laughs> Willie hurt when he's like, but my
1: name is Will. It doesn't matter what your
3: name is. And then, you know, smacks the shit out of Will Smith. <laughs> Do you smell
2: what the rock is going Yeah, right. If you smell! And <laughs> now
0: award goes down. Yeah, right.
1: <laughs> but you got to give props to Chris Rock because he kept his composure following the incident at Dolby Theater, joking that it was the greatest night in the history of television, which it was. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, how often do you see someone get the shit smacked out of them live on television? By Will Smith. By Will Smith. And it's real. And it's, well... It's, no, it was real. Yeah, I know. But it didn't sound real. Like, the whole... That was, like, the big argument. Well, is it real? Is it stage right. Because there's so many different aspects of this whole situation
2: that just seem... So, so, okay. <laughs> I, I was watching something earlier about a uh, biting language coach. Yeah, yeah, and it it was real. Mm -hmm. So I mean, just by their body language, it was real. Yeah, Mm -hmm. but um, I don't know. Like, it
1: it, so much has come out since even when we first started this uh, this article. When we first came, I wrote
0: this yesterday, and there's still stuff being added (laughs) as we speak. Whenever
1: you arrived today, or whenever yeah, whenever you arrived today, an article had just came out about. Uh, Will Smith being uh, he he what did what did he do? he left the academy yeah he resigned from the academy right uh, so he
0: gracefully bowed out yeah instead but, of uh, letting the uh, what is that it, they were basically doing an investigation yeah he was under so,
1: investigation they were uh, from what I heard and I'm pretty sure they went on record to saying this was that the academy actually requested him to leave after the incident had happened yeah. and he was like nah.
0: pretty much
1: pretty much he was like yeah nah nah, this is my show I'm going to be here because I got this award to win you know what I'm saying the first prince don't leave but um, so the academy at the time said that they were going to look into potential consequences so it was unclear at the time what type of punishment the organization may impose on him
2: well you got to think too as far as that goes is that Even if Chris Rock decides he doesn't want to uh, press charges... Which he said he's not he right He said now. he's not. However, that does not stop the DA from yep. pressing yeah. charges. Yeah, that is even, true. Even if...
0: I mean, there is a guideline with the academies as well that it was crossed. Right. <laughs> yeah. That was slapped out of the way. Yeah, and he smacked the shit out of
1: that line. <laughs> <laughs> But no, like, Chris Rock, he had his first uh, <laughs> first show of his tour for this year. And basically, the only thing he really had to say on it was that he is going to talk about it, but not right now.
2: Mm-hmm. So I mean, he, he really showed some classes. as he far really as how, did. He, how he handled it. No, I mean, you're in the front row yeah. of a comedy yeah. skit, right? Right. With someone you know well, okay, right, yeah, and you're ex- not expecting to be made fun of for something that's low hanging fruit. Why are you at a stand-up? I mean,
1: obviously Will Smith's <laughs> never seen the movie. What is that movie called? Um, Naughty Professor, where Chris Rock plays a comedian and he just hackles the hell out of uh, yeah Sherman. Mm-hmm. I
3: mean, yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of a given. I want to kind of walk all like. Walk over there and smack the shit out of you. Because Chris Rock was not in The Nutty Professor. I thought he was. That was yeah. Eddie Murphy and Dave Chappelle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was that Dave Chappelle? Dave Chappelle was the one making fun uh, of Eddie Murphy. Okay. So, but still, I mean, it's the same concept.
1: <laughs> you know, it's a comedian. I get that.
3: I get that. And I'll tell you one thing, and I'm not trying to cut anybody off here, but the one thing that I've taken from this story, because there's going to be a lot of stuff said about it. Oh, yeah. The fact, the first thing that I heard about, or first two things that I've actually heard One, because of the awards uh, ceremony, because of the show, because of that incident, it took away from actual people that won awards. Mm -hmm. It took away from time from them. So they couldn't get recognized. Secondly, Jada Peekin and Will Smith were in the audience laughing right before Will Smith jumped up there. They actually actually laughed at the joke that Chris Rock made before her man went up there and smacked the shit out of Chris Rock.
2: She was not. If you watch the video of it, she was not laughing whenever she realized what he had just said.
3: But they were enjoying Chris Rock's act yeah. before the joke. Yes. But, okay.
2: Yeah, they were they were enjoying his act before the joke. <clears throat> However, that was just a step too far.
1: Now, here's here's the question I have. Now, say that Chris Rock decided to make a joke about somebody else. And if Jada Pinkett Smith and Will Smith both laughed, but that person didn't. That's kind of a double standard. You know, if you can't, I mean, the way I always look at it is they're just jokes. Yeah. People can joke on you, and and I've been made fun of all my life, and it did not bother me one bit because I love myself. And even if I had some, okay. Uh, (laughs) Like, I'll, I'll be the first to admit, whenever I was 20, I was balding, okay? Okay. And so I didn't care. It doesn't bother me. I don't care what anybody else says about me.
3: All right, Professor X. I'm kidding. Continue. <laughs> I
1: don't know. I, just, I mean,
3: you'll eventually end up in a wheelchair. We're just waiting. Eventually. Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> I am married.
1: But Time
2: I, will
0: tell.
3: Right.
1: <laughs> but no, I get what you're saying. Yeah. I, I just think the whole situation is, is dumb, and obviously the way that Chris Rock handled it is applauding. I mean, yes, he did curse on live television, but in the grand scheme of things, yeah. I mean, didn't they censor it? I think they censored like the whole exchange. No, well, it no. Will Smith
3: which. was the one that cursed.
0: Will Smith was the one that
1: cursed. Yeah. Chris Rock did not. He was the have one that the
0: shit
2: out of me. Yeah. He said, "I just got the shit slapped out." Will Smith, me about Will a Smith.
0: comedian saying shit.
2: Right. <laughs> oh, shocker. <laughs> no, Will
3: Smith was the one that said something about like yeah, shut you're not.
1: your. He's like, "Keep <laughs> my wife's name out your fucking mouth." Right. Yeah. <laughs> Twice.
3: See, we didn't we didn't edit you right there. There we go. A little delayed, but, but okay.
1: Quick uh, sensors. Sensors. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I,
3: okay, so you were saying when you were younger, what you, what age? 20. Is when you started? Okay. Yeah. I learned a long time ago. I'm, I'm not in the same boat with you as far as, like you said, you were like, they're just jokes. Yeah. That's fine. And you also mentioned that you love yourself. Narcissistic. No, anyways, <laughs> I'm not in the same. Like, no, I don't. a little too much. Okay, stop that. <laughs> yeah, see, I can't, I can't agree with that because I don't really love myself, but I actually learned a long time ago, still the thunder, say something negative about yourself before somebody else has a chance to, exactly, yeah. because people will sit there and be like, oh, um, okay, he knows, you know, and they'll leave you alone from it, but I will say from the Chris Rock Will Smith incident, will it blow over? Yes. Yeah, will bygones be bygones? Will they have some sort of reunion where everything's, you know, peachy and fine again? Yeah. That's fine. It'll happen. My biggest thing was the only thing that I took away from it is the fact that watching that inter- like that change between those two where Will Smith smacked the shit out of Chris Rock. I watched that, and I really wish that I was able to make my own movie because I would sit there and redo the movie Ali that Will Smith was in and just continuously keep putting that scene in there because it would have been 20 times better than that fucking movie. That's it.
2: Okay, well, okay, hold on. Okay, so, so well, go ahead. I'll, I'll let you go. And I then
3: he'll a, smack a, the a, shit a, out of you.
2: I was nah. going to end it with something good. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. Um, <coughs> about all that, though, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar actually had something uh, interesting to say. Really? About it. Yeah. He, he wrote out this big, long post about it. Right. Oh, okay. Uh, one of the things that he said really stuck with me, right, is that Will Smith... While we were growing up, was the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, right? Imagine right. right. watching that show. He was a big icon and role model, we use that loosely to some extent, right. Right. for for kids, you mm-hmm. know, um, very impressionable kid, impressionable kids, and apparently he still is mm-hmm. to some extent, right? So these kids that are very impressionable, very young are seeing their idol get up in front of someone and smack or again in front of a whole bunch of people and smack someone to hit them so what what message does that send for someone that's supposed to be a uh role model yeah and now you have a, a generation of kids that thinks oh well will smith did it i can do it not saying it's the whole generation but you 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 got Sorry. people
1: that yeah, yeah that are very impressionable that even even not even kids I mean people that are young adults young, young or adults, adults or even adults yeah. yeah you know they see something like that and it's like oh well maybe I should start smacking people or even comedians you know what'd you say about my wife exactly like what what does that do for comedians in general because you got to think
2: comedians make a living off of jokes right and that was um, something uh, Kathy Griffin said exactly. Yeah. Was, okay, When when's the next time I'm going to be doing a stand-up and a hot, I'm going to be picking on someone just as part of the act? Yeah. And uh, they're going to be a hothead and say, oh, well, Will Smith did it, so I'm going to stand up and hit her across her face.
3: I would totally pay that person for smacking Kathy Griffin in the face. Oh, come on. Because I've never liked Kathy Griffin.
2: I've never liked her, her comedy, but right. I disagree with you as far mm-hmm. as That goes.
3: Yeah. Here's my thing. And to kind of answer your question, like, yes, for impressionable kids, I can understand that. For someone who can't, who hasn't really registered the fact that their actions have repercussions. So they are actually looking as Will Smith as a hero. But my biggest thing is, and I might be biased because I can think for myself, but he did it. He didn't just go up there to smack Chris Rock just to smack Chris Rock. No. He was defending his wife.
2: Well, that was also something that uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar said as well to counter that. Yeah. Is that also makes, uh, this is his right. you know, summary of his words and I, my own, um, is that that actually makes women look weak and does a uh. real, hard, uh, real harm for the women's movement is because at that point you're saying women can't take care of themselves. They have to be protected by their, uh, by their husbands. Yeah. the men
3: in, in their life. Well, I look at that as also as maybe Jada was just so pissed off that she would have stabbed Chris Rock instead of smacked him. So that's why Will Smith was trying to defuse the bomb. But Kareem's fought Bruce Lee before, so I don't want any of him smacking me. So I'm gracefully bowing out of this conversation.
1: <laughs> there, is, there is an expression, though, and, and a lot of people, especially comedians, know it, and it's called turn the other cheek. Simple, simple enough. Just turn the other cheek. If somebody says something about you, regardless of whether or not it is very deep, or it's making poking fun of maybe some condition you have or some something you you struggle with personally, just turn the other cheek. It's only one person. Mm -hmm. It doesn't change who you are. It
2: doesn't change other people's opinions about who you are. It's just words. Yeah, and mind you, I'm not agreeing that Chris Rock's words or his joke was tasteful whatsoever. Right. Because it was not. Um, obviously, she knows she has this, uh, this disease or disorder, whatever you want to call it. Um, she knows that it's noticeable. Right. Um, and she's probably heard it a thousand times from a thousand other people already. Including people she doesn't know, and online reviewers, and who God knows who else. Right? Maybe people even fifteen-year-old she slept. People have been before. going. Oh my god! Uh, whoa, 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 whoa! I was whoa. wondering which one
3: of us was going to bring that up. <laughs> I wasn't
2: going to go there, but. Yeah, that's <laughs> fine. I mean, just well, saying. Yep.
0: I mean, in the end, also, I got to point out they let Chris Rock do this, you know, this uh, award portion. Right. And Chris Rock is. Very much known in his stand-up to be very upfront, crude with people.
2: Right, emotional, mm-hmm. damaging. Ah.
1: <laughs> well, if I could close this and wrap it up, I would say at least one good thing came about this entire situation. Yes. The slew of memes. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, god! The amount of memes that came out of this one situation is just so amazing. I've seen, I've seen animations. I've seen. Other people get smacked. Yeah. I've seen... I got smacked. Somebody somebody took it, and whenever Will Smith is walking up to the stage, they put a Dark Souls boss music behind it, (laughs) complete with the boss bar. It was hilarious. I laughed my ass off. But, yeah. One of the things about
3: that, though, is it's funny. Because of all of that, like, Chris Rock has never been not in the public eye, but he hasn't made anything here recently. He's been doing stand-up all the time. Yeah. That actually made Chris Rock relevant again.
1: Exactly, because his right. tickets went from, like, a measly 50 bucks and up to over $300, 400 500 cool. dollars. Yeah. Yeah, per ticket.
3: Because you have hecklers, and they want to heckle him about getting the shit smacked out. I on. guarantee you there's been one heckler been like, hey, Chris, like, in the audience or whatever like that, and he's, of course, trying to ignore him. So i be like, you got knocked the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> So oh, God.
2: That, that's all we got to say about that. Oh. <laughs> oh.
3: Well. It's okay. Just give it time. You'll be relevant.
2: So speaking of diseases uh, <laughs> and actors and all that, what's going on, JD? Well,
0: the step away from, like, the big controversies and everything, I kind of want to get a little bit down to earth here.
1: A little bit more serious. Yeah. So
0: uh, Bruce Willis is stepping away from acting uh, due to... Aphasia? Aphasia. Aphasia, yeah. Yeah. Bruce Willis, like I said, he's stepping away from his career due to a recent diagnosis of aphasia, a language disorder that impacts a person's ability to communicate, his family said Wednesday. Uh, And from their Twitter, I think this was Twitter, to Bruce's amazing supporters, as a family, we wanted to share that our beloved Bruce has been experiencing some health issues and has recently been diagnosed with aphasia which is impacting his cognitive abilities. His family wrote in a post on his daughter's Rumors Instagram account, okay. Uh, As a result of this and with much consideration, Bruce is stepping away from the career that has meant so much to him. This is a really challenging time for our family and we are so appreciative of your continued love, compassion and support. His family added, we are moving through this as a strong family unit and wanted to uh, bring his fans in because we know how much he means to you as you do to him yeah. uh, this post was signed by Willis's current wife Emma Hemming Willis as well as former wife actress Demi Moore and the children so everybody's kind very of very supportive exactly That's awesome so I wanted to kind of bring up a whole information about this according to John Hopkins Medicine Aphasia is a language disorder that results from damage in the area of the brain that controls language expression and comprehension. The disorder leaves a person unable to communicate effectively with others, John Hopkins said, noting that the severity of the disorder depends on which parts of the brain are impacted. Uh, It is possible for people with aphasia to recover completely, Uh and speech therapy can help people recover with some speech and language language functions. Uh, they, John Hopkins said, but most will permanently retain some form of this disease.
1: Hmm. Yeah, Bruce Willis has been in the acting game for a very
2: long time. He has, but one thing that I've heard over and over again is a lot of people questioning why he's been in some of the films he has been where he's barely even appeared for a full scene and he hasn't said a word. Hmm. That probably is the explanation
0: at this point. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
3: There was a lot of um like he's been known um uh, a lot of actors who at one time um i.e. Nicolas Cage um Bruce Willis of course they do a lot of um direct to video. Hmm. Like goes they they have a contract of course like any other you know person would have right. and you have in this contract you have to do um not to bring up Nick Cage again but he had a lot of tax trouble. Like he owed a lot of money and everything like that because he was extremely, um, he would buy expensive things and he had gotten into some trouble and everything. Well, he did at least 10 to 11 movies that were direct to video or now go to just strictly streaming right. or whatever like that. And that was just to pay back his debt. Mm. Bruce Willis. I don't know if he's ever had any issue with money or anything like that, but he did do a lot of movies that were direct to video. Right. Um, just because, you know, not because he just wants to earn the paycheck, and it could be a lot with this disease um, or what he's dealing with or whatever, or he just, you know, the offers weren't coming in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And he had, like, he's an actor, first and foremost. He has to stay, you know, working. Oh, yeah, right. yeah. So, you know, a lot of people would sit there and be like, oh, he was in this movie? Because they never, you know, a lot of people now look for streaming services, or it it's one of those... You know in a world or whatever like that you have to go make sure that the movie theater is still like bringing movies out that he has in it me and jd actually talked about this at work if he cannot act in movies with a lot of dialogue and everything he's been a voice actor right you know he has been in animated films and everything like that that actually opens it up for you to still be relevant but you don't have to worry about, you know, everything that comes with acting on the big screen or on right. on, you, on, you know be physical with it. Right. You can just you can take your time. Yeah. You can do so many takes and everything like that until you get it down. So I mean that's a route he could take. Yeah,
1: yeah.
3: Because when you when you look at I'll ask you all this question real quick. What is your favorite Bruce Willis movie, Joe? Die Hurt.
1: What
3: is your favorite Bruce Willis movie? Be cool. He wasn't in that movie. I thought
1: he was. Oh wait, no, that's John Travolta.
3: You're fired. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's 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 Get like out. three Get wrong out. answers.
2: Get out.
3: Um, will Smith really smacked the shit out of you. No.
1: Apparently, <laughs> I'm not on my game today.
3: Um,
1: um, come obviously. back to me. Come back
0: okay, JD. Um, it's a toss-up. I really liked him in Die Hard. Okay. Obviously. Yeah. Best yeah. Christmas yeah. movie ever. Exactly. came yeah. really <laughs> uh, into that, and I will. Die on that hill. <laughs> yeah. Very nice. Ah, uh, uh, you will even die hard. Ooh, die harder. I hope, oh, oh, God. Die hard with a vengeance?
2: <laughs> 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 it's a good
1: day to die hard. Uh, You're ruining
3: that franchise. <laughs> Stop it.
0: I actually did really like his stuff in uh, Sin City. Oh, so you oh, took mine.
3: Oh. Yeah, that's why I'm not going to talk to you at work again. <laughs> yeah. Yes.
0: No, I, I, I he, he will. You really well. I literally like his little whole monologues
3: for that. Which, again, that's one thing I was going to bring up, because, again, you took my pick. Sorry. I was going to say Sin City, but he narrated Sin City. Another thing he could do as an actor, right? because he has... I thought
1: he starred in the second
3: one. A Dame to Kill? Yeah. No, because he had already died in the first one.
1: I haven't seen the second one or the first one in a while. I've seen the first one, but not for, like,
3: Okay, no. Bruce Willis's character was done after the first That's
1: one. Four oh, we're wrong. <laughs> right. Oh, shut up! I forgot as well. We're keeping track. You know I, 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 I have my picks now. I actually, I have two. The whole nine yards. Okay. And red. Oh yeah, red. He wasn't, okay. Either was okay. No. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. There is three movies that I did like him in as well. You've got a computer in front. Um, of you. you can go to IMDb. Well,
3: let me know. go ahead and throw mine out. Gotcha. Mine was going to be because I see two of them on there, but not the third. Mine was going to be Sin City, like I told you at work. Right. Um, of course, Armageddon. Armageddon. That that actually Don't that. Close my Stop! <laughs> Someone Don't smack him. Fall okay
0: damage and i don't want to get copyright claim yeah right there you go that's how we do <laughs>
3: Harry! no that's my best ben affleck impersonation anyways hey, my daughter. so yeah oh, my. that was that was around that time like that movie armageddon was released around that time where michael bay was pretty much producing and directing one of the others Every single movie in that time frame. That is one of the only Michael Bay movies, or Jerry Bruckheimer movies, that I actually enjoyed. Now, seeing the list of Bruce Willis movies right here, The Greats and everything like that, I do have to say, it wasn't, he was not the main star, but he was a side star in this movie. He was a co-star. Pulp Fiction. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. I I really, that that was one of my, that was one of those. So
3: Whose chopper is this? Zed's baby. Zed's dead, baby.
2: Get to the chopper. So. Yeah,
3: because we were talking at work, and I had mentioned Pulp Fiction, and you were like, unleash the GIMP. And I did not expect you to say that term. Because when JD looks at you with a grin and goes, unleash the GIMP.
2: You, you kind of want to run. You kind of do,
3: but I can't leave my desk. So it's like, ah, I'm screwed.
0: Um, I. I guess I would say he was also in the better Shyamalan
2: movies. No such thing. Shyamalan. The yeah. six makes sense. Shyamalan.
3: <laughs> uh, yes. It was a great movie if you watched it one time and that's it. Pretty much. If you watched it multiple times.
2: If you thought too hard about the show and its plot lines. No. I mean...
3: That and the fact. <laughs>
2: uh, and one of my
1: favorite
0: smacking people. Uh, and one of my favorite because technically it is a cult classic. Okay. Fifth Element
3: Ah oh, oh, yes.
0: Oh, God. Little <laughs> I Dallas <forgot>.
2: <laughs> Right. I just watched that too.
3: Looking at a couple of other movies that he had done, um, the Last Boy Scout.
2: Don't know it.
3: Hudson Hawk. Don't know it. There. Okay. So yes. J.D. actually showed me one. I don't know if anybody else has seen it, but Twelve Monkeys.
0: Nope.
3: That one, he really kind of went outside the box.
0: But! (laughs) I forgot he was in Look Who's Talking. Yeah, I was going to say that. Look Who's Talking. Yeah.
3: He actually played the child. (laughs) So, like I was saying, like a Look Who's Talking movie. He can actually play a character still in a movie. It would probably just be a little easier for him to voice over. Mm Mm-hmm. Or, like I said, in Sin City, he narrated the movie when he was playing in it. So, you know, I mean, there's still... Bruce Willis can still be relevant. He's still always going to be one of our favorite actors.
1: Yes, obviously.
3: Yeah.
0: Oh, he was a Yeah, the Jackal. The Expendables. Yes. Uh, Over the... (laughs) Not over the...
3: (laughs) Yeah, he was a voiceover in Over the Hedge. Yeah. He was in Death Becomes Her. Yep. The whole nine yards and whole ten yards. Yeah. Um, Mercury Rising. Let's not forget this. He is actually in one of the best, I guess, uh, superhero adaptations, and that would be Unbreakable, and Glass.
1: Oh yeah, there was that was a three movie. Yes, yeah, a three movie. Uh... Uh,
0: yes, there is a third movie. There's a uh, Unbreakable, Glass, and Split. Split. Which yep. he, uh, did you just say that a Shyamalan movie was good? Oh. I no. did. Oh no. I did. But
3: that's because Sam, Samuel L. Jackson was in that movie just like he was in Pulp Fiction with them.
0: <laughs> no, him unbreakable a- was really good. That was one of my yeah. Right. That was one of my favorite superhero dramas, I guess you could say. Right. <laughs> and then of course,
3: one last thing, you have Die Hard, which we've all agreed that Die Hard was a great movie, and then you had like the 18 like sequels after that that he keeps coming back in. So you know, you never know if Bruce Willis literally has a step away and they start talking about another sequel to Die Hard,
2: <laughs> he
3: might make a non-speaking cameo. You're like, it's John McClane!
1: And I don't know if you know this. You might. What's that? Bruce Willis actually had a video game.
3: Apocalypse. Apocalypse. On PS1. I have that. Yes, mm? I
1: used to have that. I forgotten all about that until I, I looked up uh, um, an article. He's over here. No, actually, I remember it because I'm on IMDb right now. But mm. whenever I, whenever the news broke about him stepping away from acting, that was one of the things that they had mentioned was the fact that there was a game that he had starred in. Right. But yeah, I mean, he could do that route.
3: Now JD just brought something to my attention, but I was <laughs> never a fan of that show. What Friends?
2: Yep. Oh he was in friends <laughs> okay see
3: I would never know that because I never watched it
2: <laughs> yeah, the episodes. Huh. So
1: yeah I mean he, he has a he, he's a prominent figure when it comes to the movie and TV show somewhat world
3: Well here's yeah. the thing like as much as we've talked about him and as many movies as we've mentioned and everything like that, he can actually step away from acting and he won't ever be forgotten. Like he's already put the time and the work into it, so you know, you say Bruce Willis, people know who you're talking about. You don't really have to explain it. You can just like we've done, we've expressed, yeah, we've expressed how much we enjoyed movies of his and everything like that. So, and to think he started out on a TV show called Moonlighting. Damn, I didn't know that. That was Bruce Willis's first kind of like bringing breakout. It was. And then, of course, he did a movie with, I want to say, Kim Basinger was his first movie called Blind Date. Hmm. So, that being said, even if he has to, you were going to say, J.D., Bruce Willis does have to step away, but at least we're not losing him completely.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we got to get a little bit lower down to earth here, I guess. Yeah.
1: Unfortunately. Oh, guys, I don't know about
0: this. Uh, We still gotta, I mean, yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, people pass away every day. Obviously, some people are more influential and leave a bigger mark on the entire world in general. Uh, but, you know, we got a few people that are kind of close to home to us. Uh, that have passed away here recently.
0: Mm-hmm. You
1: want to start out?
0: Uh, well, I will say for everybody on this one, uh, William Hurt passed away. Uh, his son, Will, said in a statement, it is with great sadness that uh, the Hurt family mourns the passing of William Hurt, beloved father and Oscar winning actor. Uh, on March thirteenth, 2022, one week before his 72nd birthday, he died peacefully among family of natural causes. Um, Hurt was nominated for four Oscars over the course of his long career, scoring two Best Actor nominations for Broadcast News and Children of a Lesser God. And supporting actor Nod for less than just 10 minutes of screen time, again, how good he was for A History of Violence. Uh, he was lately, lately, I mean, all of us would know, uh, he was known for playing general Thaddeus, uh, right. Ross in multiple MCU movies.
3: Right? right. Yeah. Yeah. Me and you had actually talked about it at work again. When we had talked about this, um, I was going to kind of go around and sit there and say like, Hey, what's your favorite William Hurt's, you know, performance that he had. And I told JD jokingly to kind of lighten the mood. I was like, I guarantee you all the guys at the podcast are going to sit there and be like Iron Man. Yeah. yeah. Because he was the main, he was the first villain in the Iron Man series. Pretty much. Pretty much. So, but mine is kind of different. Mine was a movie with Dane Cook, Kevin Costner, and William Hurt called Mr. Brooks. I don't think I've
1: seen that. Mm-hmm.
3: A lot of people haven't, but Kevin Costner played a like a serial killer. No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And William Hurt was kind of the person. He was a ghost. But he was the one that was kind of talking Kevin Costner through what he did. And it never really explained if William Hurt was one of Kevin Costner's first victims or not. But William Hurt was there to be the voice of reason. Mm -hmm. And was trying to get Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner was living two lives. Mm
0: -hmm.
3: Because Mr. Brooks is the tormented, horrible person that he can become. We all kind of have that storyline in us where we have, you know... The everyday, you know, person that everybody likes to be around and stuff. But then everybody has that second personality to them that nobody really ever wants to see.
0: Wait, why are you looking at me here?
3: Oh, I was looking at you and Joe no. both.
0: Don't think I don't I know have, what you're talking about. You don't think I have an uh. evil side? I, don't I believe
3: everybody has an evil side, but I'm looking at somebody who could portray a Mr. Brooks-type person. I don't
0: understand this,
3: Joe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I See, I'm the William Hurt right now trying to pull your all as Mr. Brooks out. like it'll be okay it's fine you all know what you know temperature to you know get rid of the body anyways but yeah it is a he's been in a lot of stuff that's another movie that i had actually forgot that he was in my apologies lost in space yeah i was actually just looking at that yeah and he was the main guy
1: yeah the original the original lost in space Uh
3: uh-huh so i mean
1: movie yeah yeah, right
3: (laughs) oh yeah he's just like you know just like bruce willis you know, he has a gigantic repertoire. Right. Mm-hmm. And could play almost anything.
1: Uh, but uh, our, we actually have another one. Uh, Scott Hall. Uh-huh. If you have any wrestling fans on uh, listening uh, will know this name, especially if they're around our age. Uh, he was nicknamed the bad guy as uh, his Ra- uh, Razor Ramon uh, moniker in WCW and WWF. But he was more prominent in WCW. That's where he developed most of his uh, most of his uh, character, I guess. But uh, he made the biggest mark in wrestling as a member, a founding member of the group that would go on to be called the New World Order.
0: Yep, yep, yep. NWO. Was, yeah, the NWO
1: was huge. I remember that because, like, it was like the first. I guess you could say heel. If if you know if you know wrestling, you know heels are the bad guys, and then you have yep. the baby faces which are the good guys. And the NWO was basically the first group that was actually liked by most of the fans just because of their the way they are.
3: Yep. Um, they were the first kind of type of... There was, there was no separation. It was an anti-hero. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know,
1: they were the first anti-hero group that was actually liked. Yep. But um, he left the then WWF, now WWE, in 1996 where he was known... As I said, it's Razor Ramon. Mm -hmm. Chico. Hey, Chico, yeah. So, to sign as a free agent with WCW. It was a major contract that ignited a series of lucrative free agent signings going back and forth between WWF and WCW during one of the hottest periods of pro wrestling. So, Hall, Scott Hall, he was a two-time WWE Hall of Fame inductee. He broke his hip last month, uh, PW Torch reported. And had severe health complications during surgery to repair it over the weekend. Now, Kevin Nash, which was his in-ring and outside-ring basically brother uh, and his best friend, mm-hmm. wrote on Instagram that Hall was on life support, which he never, which he was later removed from on the 14th, according to close friend Sean Waltman.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He capped his uh, 2014 Hall of Fame speech with a line that has been shared all over social media. It's been, it blew up <laughs> all over um, in the past few days. So part of it says, hard work pays off. And then the rest of it says, dreams come true, bad times don't last, but bad guys do. <laughs> and, and actually, as, as someone that's here recently been watching the old Attitude Era with my daughter, it kind of... It's kind of cool to get nostalgic because he definitely was one of the reasons that I got into wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was, you know, right before, you know, WCW and WWF at the time had the big battle between, you know, who was going to be the on top and everything. Like it was just, it was cool to watch, you know, because I remember Razor Ramon back in the day. Right. Like I have a bunch of tapes of VHS tapes at home of Razor Ramon, Andre, the giant Hulk Hogan, you know, all of those classic legends and he was one of the one of the reasons I always used to walk around with the toothpick in my mouth any chance I could. I was
3: gonna say like <laughs> being a fan of wrestling for as long as I remember as as long as I can remember I do remember Razor Ramon making his debut on yeah. Raw. Yeah. Um, I do remember any time I had a toothpick for any reason you have to fling it at somebody.
1: Yeah, you have to, throw
3: it yeah, at you at you have to do that. You throw it at the camera. Um, but a lot of things that I remember about Scott Hall um, slash Razor Ramon. Um, was or the medium-sized guy as he would put as he was in the outsiders <laughs> tag team with kevin nash because it was the big man and the medium-sized man yeah. is how he would say it but um a lot of the t- a lot of the things was um the ladder match against Shawn michaels at wrestlemania oh, yeah. um that's what made ladder matches actually like the hardys wouldn't even be around today like jeff and matt hardy wouldn't be doing ladder matches or edge and christian wouldn't be doing ladder matches if it hadn't been for them watching those matches and kind of taken from that. Um, but he also had a lot of personal demons. He's had, yeah. like, ESPN did a documentary on him about how he, you know, killed somebody because he was a bouncer at a bar. Yeah. And that's what kind of sent him down alcohol and drug usage. But there is another documentary that I watched. Um, it was called The Resurrection of Jake the Snake Roberts.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah.
3: And Scott Hall actually met up with DDP Yoga when Jake the Snake Roberts was getting resurrected and getting his career back online. Scott Hall got his back online because him and Jake the Snake got inducted in the Hall of Fame as Jake the Snake and Razor Ramon the first year. So in watching that, I was like, wow, that's, you know, to see the change in him. And that's when he was, you know, he had just became, you know, clean again. Um, and stayed at this time, yeah. like he was actually helping people. There's a, a a farm club that I like to call like NXT, where they you know they bred they bred champions and everything like that. But Razor Ramon was actually like Scott Hall was actually at the NXT arena or the the per, uh, performance center, what they call it, and he was helping future stars with their promo technique, yeah, and telling them how to do promos correctly and what to do and everything like that. So he was finally giving back yeah. to what it gave to him. Now the Razor Ramon character was hilarious to me because he's based on Tony Montana. <laughs> <laughs> he is based off Scarface. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm sitting here I'm like wow really Razor? Really? But it worked. The other thing was when he jumped shipped to WCW There's always been an adage where Vincent Man was like I don't I don't give um, I'm trying to remember exactly verbatim what he says. But it's like he goes, uh, I don't give guarantees. I give opportunities. Right, right. When Razor Ramon and Diesel, Kevin Nash, his character, jumped to WCW, they got guaranteed money. Yeah, Their contracts were guaranteed money. It was the first time ever that that had ever happened. <laughs> so any wrestler today that makes Brock Lesnar, you wrestle like six matches a year. Anyways, but you get paid so much money for a match. We, You kind of have to give thanks to kevin nash and scott hall for doing that kevin nash will automatically look at you and sit there and be like it, if it wasn't for me you wouldn't get shit exactly. you know and scott hall was a big part of that the other thing was there was an interview that i loved scott hall he was like he goes when i was around chief uh, chief D- j strongbow mm-hmm. he goes he looked at me he goes in this business you can make friends or you can make money and Scott Hall looked at it and goes, "I've got plenty of friends. I'd like the money." <laughs> so Sean Waltman, like you said, uh, another wrestler, six X Pac, yep. you know that he's been around for a long time. I remember him as one, two, three kid. Yeah,
1: me too. But
3: like they were all, they were very click. Like oh, yeah. you know, That's they fun. even got a lot of people back in the day mad at their their group behind the scenes. But to make a you know to to shorten this down and make it to the point, Scott Hall is one of those legends that will never be forgotten. Yep. Mm -hmm. And I love the fact that he actually got resurrected, you know, in so many words, at the very, like, towards the tail end of his career. Like, his career. You know, he went out, like, he went too quick. He went way too soon. Yeah, way too soon. But, you know, at least people won't remember him as he... Right. Mm -hmm. You know, because if he would have started, if he would have went way younger... There wouldn't have been too many good things to say about him because he had so many demons right, right. that he never was able to conquer until he got around the right people. So,
1: yeah, definitely a prominent uh, a prominent figure when it comes to wrestling. So, he mm-hmm. will definitely be missed.
3: Yeah, anytime I'm around, a lot of people I'm gonna have to sit there and and give a shout out to him and just, hey yo, hey yo, you Here know, right. You go. <laughs> But that being said, um, this one, actually, we have one more for you all. Uh, this one really hits close to home for me because I, uh, he has been one of my biggest influences and will remain one of my biggest influences. I followed his career ever since the beginning, but we actually lost Taylor Hawkins. Uh, Taylor Hawkins, the ferocious drummer from the Foo Fighters, for more than two decades died on Friday at the age of 50. The band announced the musician's uh, death in a statement, but did not reveal a cause. The Few Fighters family is devastated by the tragic and untimely loss of our beloved Taylor Hawkins, the group wrote. His musical spirit and infectious laughter will live on with us forever. The drummer's seat is the hot seat, Hawkins told Rolling Stone in 2020. It's the first guy to get fired, the first guy when everyone goes... We sucked tonight, because he sucked.
2: <laughs> the
3: drummer, and that's very true. It is
1: very true.
3: Um, the drummer is really the toilet of the band, <laughs> but also the most important part on a certain level. Your job is to be the pulse of the band. So and true. that's exactly that's what, yeah, that that's... Exact, that's a damn truth. It is, because the, the drummer is, you know, he's the backbone you know, everything functions because of the drummer. And I'm not saying that just because, you know, me and Matt are both percussionists. We're both drummers. You know, we've just, we know what that means to, to kind of take that on. The thing, um, the thing about it is, you know, the reasons that this kind of, it's hit me the hardest. Um, one, because me and JD had talked about this work late middle to late last year and all of this year, it seems like musicians. Yeah. They're going to pass away because people pass away. You can't beat father time, but a lot of drummers are going, this scares me because I'm like, man, really? Why y'all got to take the drummers out? (laughs) How about a bass player once in a while? I was like, nobody cares about those guys. But anyways, um, you know, like Taylor Hawkins, he had just turned 50. His birthday was in February. So he was, you know, he was 49. I'm 39. We were only 10 years apart. Yep. You know, that that kind of stuck with me. The other thing was he was born in Fort Worth. I was born in Fort Worth. Where did he move to after Fort Worth? California. Where would I move to? California. <laughs> I'm like, are we on a track to where we're, we're supposed to enter? In. Right. Yeah. yeah, a little bit. But I also remember Taylor Hawkins being, you know, the first time he ever gained a bout of, you know, being famous was with Alanis Morissette. Uh-huh. And performed with her and stuff like that on Jagged Little Pill. When Alanis wanted to kind of slow down and be a little bit different kind of music, like a little bit slower type of music. Right. Taylor was all about, like, I want to be in a rock and roll band. Like, I want to, <laughs> I want like to be, you know, energetic and play energetic music and stuff like that. He met Dave Grohl. Yeah. The other thing that really got me was the fact that Dave has already, like Dave Grohl, the lead singer of Foo Fighters, has already been in another band where he lost a member. You know, so I know that he's taking this really hard and my heart goes out to Dave, um, or Mr. Grohl and everybody in the Foo Fighters.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, cause it's, he, you want to talk about some way that gone way too soon? Yeah. Definitely. You know, like that, you know, you're, you're going to hear a lot of news stories. You're going to hear a lot of people talking, um, you know, i.e. us, but we're not going to, I don't want to get into, you know, the band hasn't, you know, released any information. Yeah about anything
1: loss is a loss it doesn't yeah matter how right. it no it doesn't matter what kind of demons he may or may not have the fact is that is somebody's family member the simple fact he passed away and it's a loss and everybody who is to that. close to it is going to feel it
3: see one of the things about taylor hawkins is the fact that he had just got done doing the horror movie with dave girl and the rest of the yeah, food virus i six. really want to watch that now just to kind of show my respect yeah. um but there was a, there was a, um, there was a lot of things online, Twitter, Instagram, like everybody saying they're you know, their sorries for the loss and everything like that. Tommy Lee from, and I know I mentioned this person before watching the, the Pam and Tommy show on Hulu and everything. Um, he actually sent his condolences and actually made a, I want to say it was a Twitter post, but he said something very just. It was awesome. He had sit there and said his sorries and how he had he had just talked to Taylor Hawkins hours before. Really? He was one of the last people Taylor Hawkins talked to. Wow. But when he was mentioning this to the news or Twitter or whatever, the last thing he said was, he goes, you know, it's another fallen brother. Rest in beats. That's awesome. I thought, you know, that really you know, not even knowing Taylor personally like, I just, I know that his, like, he really appreciated that. And that's, you know, that's just something that it's just a very heartfelt thing to say to a drummer, to a percussionist of any sort, yeah. you know, but gone way too, way too soon. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. He will be missed so much. And I know that, I mean, he's, he had a wife and he had a kids and everything like that. I really hope that his name Just it goes throughout the throughout the years, and he's never forgotten. Mm -hmm, Because he, in the in the short time he was on this planet, and was able to share his talents with us and everything like that, he will always be looked at as a as a legend. Oh yeah, he'll definitely be ranked up there, especially in my mind and you know drummers that I follow, that are some of my strongest influences. Like he's right up there. So Taylor, you're gonna be missed, man.
1: Rest in beats, brother. Yes.
3: But all that being said, I'm kind of really intrigued if if we are going to like Joe. It's like a it's one of those things where you uh, it's very suspenseful. You're like next week on Will Will Smith smack a bitch. It's <laughs> kind of like one of those occasions where you're like, what is he th- like? He never really gave us anything.
2: No, but next no. time on Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, right. I will tell you after this ad.
3: There you go.
0: Are you suffering from stress? A certain thing called emotional damage? Peter a bonus here, public counselor, here to help you with all your stress relief. I'm here with three potential customers. Eric, you are suffering from emotional damage, am I correct? She said she loved me, yes. Joe, you're suffering from emotional damage, am I correct?
3: I have these disappointed.
1: Matt, you're suffering from ED, am I correct? ...and and emotional damage. Wealth of 10 easy
0: payments of 2099, plus tax, I'll help you with all your issues. I just won't touch it. Peter Boners, call me, Public Counselor, to stop with your...
2: EMOTIONAL DAMAGE! (laughs) Yeah! Our,
3: our oh moods yeah. <laughs> are light, and I don't know about you, because I don't know if you're going to get any help for that. But
0: <laughs> Your mood's lighter, as well as your wallet. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Well, so, oh,
2: well. discussion time. Oh, no. And I want to get your all's input. Okay. I'd like to get our audience's input as well. We've had a good run with the name Gen X for a little bit. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. There's a little joke that we do. Amongst ourselves, and I'm starting to think this should have been the name from the get-go. Uh-oh. Yeah,
1: well,
2: hashtag podcast or die.
1: Ooh. Okay. Mm. So not just a motto. No. <laughs> hashtag podcast. Now, are we changing like the actual name
2: to full- that? Yeah. Full branding. Full branding. I don't know. Oh. For for. The podcast,
1: right, right. I mean, obviously, we're a branch of Republic of the Geek. Yes. Hmm. Ah, I I kind of like it. I can get behind it,
3: Eric. <laughs> <sighs> oh, well, I mean, if we if we're being
2: and you, you did try to die.
3: Uh, that's what I'm. That's what I was getting at. Yeah. 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 I think I think we've all tried, except for maybe one of us. I think there's been a time where like something. Could have possibly been done, but yeah, it was actually an inside joke. So, would it be the hashtag logo, Podcaster Die? Will we actually say hashtag, like, as the logo, just as the word?
2: So, on the logo, it would have a hashtag, Podcaster Die. Right. And we would say, hashtag Podcaster Die for the... Hmm.
3: Hmm. I would just like to, like, because I like to spread the word, the, the good gospel. Right. And like, hey, listen to our podcast if you got time or whatever. I'm just looking at the next person. I'm like, oh, you got a podcast? What's it called? Like, hashtag podcaster die. <laughs> like, you can't say that happily.
0: You know what we could <laughs> do? Hashtag podcaster die.
1: What was the hashtag referred to as before it became hashtag? Pound on. So we could say, listen to our new podcast, pound pod.
0: Why was I directed To something else (laughs) Welcome to
2: Pound Pod (laughs) But if someone wants to Hashtag us on Facebook Instagram anything else It's already built in Yeah
1: well let me me ask this I, I never really got around to asking this Whenever I came in Where did the name Gen X come from
3: you wouldn't understand because you're younger than all yeah. of us.
1: Really? I'm basically the same age as all of you except
2: for you, Eric. This one here. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you I'm forget. I'm older than Joe. <laughs> yeah. Are you? Yeah, 36. Me too. Yeah, but I'm still older than you. Oh, you're I'm not. the young one.
3: Yeah, right? <laughs>
2: oh not my right. God. Yeah. Eric's
1: old man.
3: Shout your face.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Eric's the old man and JD's the baby. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I I
3: don't
0: feel young here.
1: No. <laughs> oh. What are you doing, Joe? Yeah. Oh, is it is yeah. it an actual word? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, what? I'm lost. We're doing some <laughs> typing here.
3: Intense. <laughs> oh,
1: wait, what? So, how are you doing, Eric?
3: Not too bad. Oh. I I was just asked uh, if you know. Okay, I want to because... do I want to do a podcast or die. So,
0: so Urban Dictionary... <laughs> I, I just don't
1: really well, know. I, going by. I know, but I have to say this on here. So on Urban Dictionary, Gen X is defined as a mixture between a genie and a phoenix. Yeah. If they had a baby, you would get a Gen X. <laughs> or I
3: want—I kind of want to see that. It's
1: also it has a from the ashes. Yeah, has, I want to wish. <laughs> uh, y'all have to hear this. It has another definition that states a Gen X is a guy who is a mixture of a genius and a six-pack. That's totally me. That is totally not you.
3: That is totally me. Butler. <laughs> <laughs> no, right. this,
2: this Gen X. <laughs>
3: As he kicks Matt off into the big giant well. And then throw no, like a no, then then throw some jergens down there for him. <laughs> like no, here you go. by my pit of death.
1: Somebody <laughs> nice pitch you got there, Leonidas. It'd <laughs> be a bit of shame of somebody. Ah! <laughs> I just don't
3: want it. Since I have the most facial piercings in my face, I don't want to be that dude that gets kicked off first.
1: <laughs> you you want to be that dude that gets a spear thrown at his face and one of his earrings ripped off? Oh no! <laughs> Such a good movie. Right. Except for the second one. Because it didn't have Gerard Butler in it.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah. So what is what is the definition? So basically it was, uh, it was, so generation is one of the new ones, or is one of the definitions, right? Okay. Um, another definition from whenever I was looking up previously was uh, like new. So like a like a resurrection type thing? Yeah, or... yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So, but, so we can. I was just thinking of changing it to podcast or die. Hashtag podcast or die. So we rise
0: from these ashes and get on our bike and just go podcast or die. We mother. go
2: pound <laughs> pod on everybody. Oh,
3: God. Yeah, I'm not
0: going to do uh, that. We're not
2: doing pound pod. <laughs> yeah. but we definitely Hashtag
1: pound pod squad. God. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, everybody. If you're listening to this right now. I want you to comment, Pound Pot Squad.
3: I'm just looking at the, um, like, yeah, to answer your question from asking, yeah, yeah I'm good with it. I but, like it. yeah, I just, I want to literally, like, dress, like, I have a genie hat. <laughs> I legitimately have one that Matt will have to wear. And then I want to sit there and get a, like, fiery red wig. Oh, no. So you have to, you have to face Dark Phoenix. And maybe she just... Turns you to ash, or Will Smith smacks the shit out of you.
2: No, I mean, one Either of one, yeah, I'm one good, of the two. Will Smith. Yeah. And will Smith was a genie.
1: Oh yes. <laughs> you will never be the genie. That yeah. Right. <laughs> that Keep good. the genie's name out your fucking mouth. <laughs> I'm just saying, like everything's
3: coming together, and just yeah.
1: If we go with this name change, I am sticking with Pound Pod.
2: I'm just saying that right up front. Your wife's gonna have to make us all new t-shirts.
1: I think she'd be alright with that.
2: Yeah, as long as you pay. Uh, We don't have any
1: money. Okay, we'll do it for free then.
3: Well, and the thing is, is like before we end this, like if he's so involved with this, I think if she does make us new shirts, that since he's the only one okay with Pound Pod. Our tie pot or Tide Pod, or wherever the hell it is. <laughs> Maybe he his shirt is the only one. Like, instead of having his name across, like where it says Matt, just say Pound is Pod, or I don't care. Anyways.
1: Pod Pounder? Well. well, J.D., what do you got? It's a
0: good thing you said that. What? As always, everybody, like, comment, and follow our Facebook and Instagram Republic of the Geek. If you like this podcast, as of right now, support us through our gen X patreon patreon.com gen X podcast and anchor.fm slash gen X as well as through our twitch channel every little bit helps might be soon to be something different yeah
1: hashtag pom-pom
3: it sounds like you said hashtag pom-pom so anyways guys gals everybody listening to us we really want your feedback
2: yeah dude and we really appreciate you listening right yes yeah
3: and if you want us to fire Matt please just throw that out there too. <laughs> yeah. <We'll>, uh, <laughs> we will listen.
2: Yes. Please please don't fire me. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks everyone. Bye. See ya.